This is the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. Julie shares uncommon wisdom on feminine ways of becoming fully resourced so you can help save our beautiful planet. Listen in if you want to heal your money story and do your part to birth a planet-forward consciousness. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to the Prosperous Feminine. I'm Julie Steelman. It is so good to have you here. Today, we're diving into a really critical topic for entrepreneurial women, which is about how to have and create lasting financial security in your business so you can have the financial freedom in your life, right? We all started our businesses because we want flexibility, because we want to make good income and we want to do something meaningful. And I know that you're that woman. And so one of the things I want to share with you is that a lot of women start a business without a clear idea of what they're selling to whom so that person can do what. Like these are three basic questions that we have to answer or it'll be really challenging to keep going and have income security. So one of the things that I learned over my decades of working with women and especially feminine entrepreneurs is that you view money as the problem, but money isn't the problem. Self-trust is. And so there's a lot of doing and dabbling. There's a lot of scrambling. There's a lot of overworking and overgiving, right? And under earning. And what ends up happening is you create income instability. And so when you need money, you push really hard, but then you get exhausted and you pull back. And so you got the money for the thing that you needed, but there's nothing left. And so we get into this cycle. I call it drive-by cash flow. And so we get into this cycle of constantly only creating money on demand instead of getting into a lucrative flow with how we have steady cash flow on a regular basis. And so one of the things that's really interesting in a recent article with Forbes is that 88% of women-owned businesses generate less than $100,000 a year. I don't know about you in the U.S., that's very difficult to have that lifestyle that you want to have on less than $100,000 a year. It's doable and That's not what we all signed up for. Okay, can we just tell the truth about that? And the other part of it is that 49% of women-owned businesses fail because they don't have a clear niche. And so what I'm going to talk to you about is not just any niche, but an income-rich niche. Like this is the key to having financial security, income security, income reliability, predictable, repeatable revenue in your business. It's the way to rock it, right? So let me tell you what I mean. The first thing that you've got to do to clarify is you've got to identify your passion. What are you passionate about? And how do those passions meet up with your potential clients? And so I'm a massive wildlife advocate. And so I love planet Earth. My clients all have a love for nature and planet Earth, and they love that about me. They relate to me through that, right? So it's not just about a market that you can serve. It's about the market that you could best serve. And so we want to create that relationship with them, a way to bond over something common. And your passion will be what will drive you through the long days, the hard days, through the times that it takes to get a successful and thriving business off the ground and have it keep thriving, right? This isn't an easy thing to do. We're in a time when we have to evolve really quickly. So when you can stand on your passions and your skills, right? That energy possesses the thing that'll set you apart. 
because your niche should intersect with what you love and what you're really, really, really good at, right? So right now, I want you to write down three top skills and passions that you have. Notice any patterns or areas where they overlap, okay? And so the next thing is you got to really understand your ideal client. Like you cannot spend enough time doing this. A lot of people have a passion or an idea and they put it out into the world, expecting people to understand it. And that's a problem, right? And so what we end up doing is selling a modality or selling a tool, or we offer a transformation, but we don't address the problem clients are having and how this solves their problem. So three key things you need to do is identify who are you uniquely qualified to serve. You can take a reference point from your own origin story. Who were you before you had the outcome you have now? Who were you before you went for those transformation? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? How was it out picturing, right? There's feelings, there's emotions, there's impact on other relationships, on money, on how you're living, how you feel about your quality of life. Maybe you were depressed. Maybe you were okay, but you were bored. Maybe you're a high creative and you feel like you've hit a block and you know you have a contribution and something to do before you die, but you can't seem to quite get it out of your system, right? And so there's these unique things about us that make us unique. I had a great passion. When I was six years old, I was watching Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom and I got catalyzed seeing the lions and the leopards and the giraffes, right? And the cheetahs. And I was like, and I leaned in and I realized I had this download that was, I needed to go to Africa before I died. Like that was a direct imperative. And the next thing that followed was, I'm going to have to make my own money for that to be so. And so we have to become our own source of income. I've spent my entire life dedicated to finding out and figuring out what are the exact things that are needed for feminine women to become their own source of income. And, and so in my years in corporate America, right? I had all the toys and the accolades. I was living in LA at the beach. I had my convertible Mercedes and the sunlight glistening on the water as I drove to and from work. And one day there was a meeting and the VP pops a slide up on the stage and he says, we're going to decide who gets deleted. Those were his words. What he meant was, who's going to get fired? And I had to decide of the people on my team who was going to get fired. These were people with mortgages. They had kids. They were putting kids in college. They had bills. These weren't line items on a spreadsheet. I felt sick and nauseous for the rest of the day. And as soon as that meeting was over, I flew out of there. I had mascara streaming down my face. I got in my car and I drove home and my fancy suit felt like a straitjacket. And I realized that if they could all be deleted and dispensable, then so was I. And I needed to get out of there. And I booked a scuba diving trip the following week because I needed a reset. This was not okay with me. And I didn't want to go through that journey. I didn't want to continue in this soul-sucking job. And so what happened is I went to Turks and Caicos with the aquamarine blue water, the moon rising, the sun setting, and I ended up having an encounter with four wild bottlenose dolphins by myself. And I was catalyzed. I was different. 
my wildness, my freeness, my instincts came back online. And as I got out of the water in the night, I realized I needed to be the source of my own income and no one owns me and I'm the talent. And so wherever I go and whatever I sell or whatever I do or whatever I offer, I'll be good at it. And I made that decision as I flew home. I decided that I was going to change my attitude and I was going to treat every client as if they were my own, even though I didn't yet own my own entrepreneurial business. My income tripled. Everything skyrocketed. I ended up earning my way out at 47, having generated over $100 million in revenue, launching the internet. What was different was that I understood who I was and how my passions aligned with getting clients results, that I'm passionate about clients getting results. I was working with household brands. Apple was my biggest client. And you know, what I figured out is that I needed to understand their needs. I needed to understand that they had a job to do and they had metrics to meet, but they were also people on a career path, right? And so when you understand your ideal client, you have to know without a shadow of a doubt what they want, what they need, what they think the problem is, what you know the deeper problem is, and what solution you have, and what result they can get from that solution. If you have that, you have the foundation for a business that will last you a lifetime. And there's many, many ways that you can create income security from that. And that's how we stabilize our income. And so a tip about that you got to create a detailed profile and picture. You may have heard it called an avatar of who this person is. What are their passions? What is the experience that they're having? What is it that they think the problem is? Now, you heard me say earlier that you think money is the problem and it's a big stressor and it's the kryptonite to the feminine, right? But the truth is self-trust is the problem. So because we don't have self-trust and we think money's the issue, we go out and throw things out that we think are popular, trying to chase money, trying to get money, trying to do what we see everyone else doing. But they're not unique enough and they're not you enough. And that's the problem, right? And so when you get this demographic information together, you understand what they're highly motivated to solve What I mean by that is an urgent and expensive problem and one that they will pay to change. And what are their aspirations and how do those values and aspirations line up with the solution that they want? Because they want somebody they can relate to. You'll create a bond and a relationship over your passions and how you show up. So we need more than just a good idea and we need more than something that's viable and can be monetized. We need something that only we could do. And so lastly, you got to really evaluate the marketplace for this. Do you see others getting paid for something similar? Do you see that this is really an expensive problem for people, that it costs them something that's really important to them? Health, love, money, wealth, relationship. All of those business are really ideal places where we can easily name the tangible struggle that people have. And so you got to do your homework. And one of the best things that you can do is start interviewing people of a certain profile and asking them questions and conduct surveys, interviews, use online tools, 
use AI, go into AI or ChatGPT and tell them, tell ChatGPT who you think your person is, what you think they struggle with, what they think the problem is. Repeat this whole thing and put it in chat and ask it to give it to you in the tone in which you speak, right? And then it'll feed it back to you. And then ask it more questions and dialogue with it only after you've programmed it with who you think this is, age, sex, emotions, what they struggle with, what they want, what their passions are, what they aspire for. Just throw it all in there and ask it if it understands. It's going to come back and give it to you all synthesized. I'm telling you, this is your best brainstorming buddy. And then I want you to go in and dialogue with it. What's a unique marketplace in this that hasn't yet been addressed? And just start asking questions and see what you come up with. You'll get through this whole process a whole lot faster when you have a brainstorming buddy. All right. So I'm Julie Steelman, and I really want you to understand that by defining this income rich niche, you're not just setting up your business for success. You're actually paving the way to your financial freedom. It's how I got there. It's what I did when I was in corporate. I understood my clients' passions. I understood their career pathway understand what their needs were in order to meet metrics, right? And this kind of clarity brings focus, so much clarity and focus to marketing. It makes it so much easier to sell and enroll because by who you're being and what you're saying, it already qualifies people. We want right fit clients. We don't want any client. We want right fit clients. Just like when you're dating, you want right fit partnership. You don't want any partnership. Same is true with clients. This is how you magnetize them to you. And if you slow down to speed up and take the time to clarify yours, you can watch your business transform into a stable, profitable venture that supports your personal financial freedom. I'm Julie Steelman, and I'll talk to you the next time. Thanks for listening to the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. If you love what you heard, please share this podcast with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.